Good bloody evening, you absolute legends. It's the king of the couch back in your beautiful little ear holes for another week. Episode 62, I believe, 9.56pm. Fuck, we're getting started late tonight. 7th seventh of September 2020. Let's go. We're rocketing along here in 2020. Been a bit of a shitter, I guess, in the way years goes, but let's hope we can fucking end on a high. And I emphasize, emphasize high. Fuck, I can't even speak right now. Uh... Yeah, how are we? I hope you're doing well. I've uh, I've missed you. It's been a week since the last podcast. Um, yeah, here we go. Now listen, last week I didn't start the... Uh, uh, oh God, I can't even speak tonight. I must be getting tired. It's only 10 o'clock. What I'm trying to say is last week I had a, had a sober show. I'm not drunk by any means, but I've got a little beer of you, something a little bit different to uh, to start the show. I had one left in the fridge and I thought, fuck it. I'm in a really, really fucking good mood. So I thought, let's do this. Little Cooper's Hazy IPA. Give me two secs. Ah, ching. All right, I'm going to do a little beer review. I don't really, I drink a lot of beer on the show, obviously, but I don't really do many reviews as such. You know how I feel about Cooper's Pale Ale and the whole Cooper's brand. So it was only fitting that I, uh, that I did a, a Cooper's Hazy IPA review. So let me take a quick sip because this is, it's a, I've got to be honest, it's a great beer. Oh, Fuck yeah, nothing like a cold-ass beer at 10pm on a Monday night. Do it a podcast in your bedroom. Cooper's Hazy iPad. Backstory, it's a limited edition can. Beautiful fucking, beautiful can design, I've got to be honest. Whoever came up with this can design is bang on. The pink in the can is basically like the same pink I've got on the King of the Cash, King of the Cash logo. So they've got some great taste. Now we're we're sitting here at six point two percent, one point eight standard drinks. Pretty good. I wouldn't say it's a it's a session hour, but you could definitely drink it as a session hour. Like one point eight is pretty fucking large, like in 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 a can of beer. So they look. We'll get to that. They'll get to the main crux of this whole the thing in a sec. But look what it says in the can. This limited edition full flavored ale is characterized by a blend of exotic hops, which feature citrus notes of mandarin, tangerine, grapefruit, and orange. True to style, our hazy IPA delivers a full mouthful. Jeez. While our traditional form of ale brewing and natural conditioning maintains Cooper's uniquely distinctive flavor. Now look, I am a fucking Cooper's fanboy from way back, and it is the best beer that Australia has to offer, possibly even the world, but uh, you know, I'm well-traveled, but I've still fucking got to travel again and try many, many, many beer around the world. God, I feel like I can't speak tonight. I'm having a hard time. Sorry about this, folks. If I come across a bit fucking blah, 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 it's not my fault. It's, well, frankly, it is my fault, so I do apologize. But anyway, look, not going to get too fucking long-winded with this beer review because, <clears throat> as my grandpa, as my pop always says, there's no bad beer, just better. Uh, go and check it out, Cooper's Hazy IPA. It's definitely fruity and... The one thing I like about it is like when I was when I was a lot younger, I, I really got into IPAs. They have that real sort of tang, that kick in a lot of beers. I, I, to be honest, the older I get, the less I enjoy that flavor. Uh, so this was nice. It's got a little, little subtle IPA hit, I think. Um, but it has got a really nice sort of fruity note to it. And 1.8, it's good. You can have like one or two cans, get that nice little buzz on, uh, and you're not going, you know, you don't have to drink a thousand beers to get that buzz. That's what I'm getting at. Now, pro or con, depending on which side of the fence you sit on, but this is the first four-pack that Coopers have done. And got to be honest, the first four-pack that I've uh, I've willingly bought and was kind of happy about it, to be honest, comes in at about 
twenty ninety eight at your local Dan Murphy's. I don't know. It's a limited edition. I haven't really seen it anywhere else except Dan Murphy's. And this was the second last four pack that they had. I should have bought the other one as well, but I thought, fuck, we'll try it. You know, see how it goes. I should have never doubted Coopers because it's a fucking brilliant beer. Anyway, Coopers, shout out again. I'm going to keep drinking it. I'm going to take another quick swig and we're going to get into the show. Oh, here we go. How was my weekend? Thank you for asking. All right, well, last week we, we hit. We're in spring now. If you didn't know, your hay fever is fucking flaring up like mine is and you can't breathe out of your nose anymore. It must be spring. It's Beck's favorite uh she loves spring. It's a it's her favorite season. She always tells me about it. I love it. I love it. I love it. She's always going on about fucking spring. It's okay. Look, it's it's heating up, which is nice. But uh, yeah, the 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 pollen, the whatever you want to call it, the hay fever really fucking gets me. You know, the dust or whatever it is in the air, but it does get me. Honestly, since like last Monday, I feel like I've been sort of congested or whatever the fuck. Yeah, seven days ago, there, seventh of September, I've been congested as fuck. So anyway, we're getting there, but um. It has been good. Weather's been good. Queensland weather's been good. We're allowed out of the house. We're not in lockdown, so that that is a plus. So that is good. But it was a good week last week. Work sort of kicked on. We're not talking about work. Fuck work. Let's keep carrying on. What happened Friday night? Well, I'll tell you what happened Friday night. I had a few tins, like I always do, and I pretty much drank a whole bottle of champagne to myself on the couch. We had some pizza. That was nice. It's a classic. I don't know what you guys are like, but I like a classic Friday night. I don't even really like to go out on a Friday night. I've got to be honest. I like to sit in. Pizza is pretty much the go-to on a Friday night. Whatever you know, whatever pizza is your choice, go ahead. Right lately, I've been getting stuck into the. Uh, we've got one of those super IGAs up at the top of our street, and I've been getting into their pizzas. They've got these like there's two brands that they've got. They're not IGA brands. I don't know where they're from, but one sort of is the, it looks a bit fancy, and the other one. But frankly, I prefer the other one over the fancy one. I tried the fancy one the other night. It was a bit more. It was like 14 bucks a pizza. A little bit dry. Got a bit, you know, it was a pumpkin and feta one. I got Becca vegetarian because she likes the vegetarian ones. And we've got the Supreme. i got to be honest, I'm, I was still sticking with the Supreme of the other cheaper options. So if you are near a Super IGA, go and check out their pizzas because they're fucking bang on. So that's Friday night. And I had a few drinks. And Becca didn't have anything. She didn't want it. But I wanted it, and that was it. I've got this problem, if you haven't noticed. It's called alcoholism. But I've got this problem where I like to have... This is this this is the way I like to start. I like to have one, two, maybe three beers. But usually two beers. It's usually just two beers for the taste, right? And if I'm sitting around doing nothing. But if I know I've got some champagne or rosé, especially in the fridge, maybe red wine, but definitely rosé and champagne... I'll then go, oh, Beck, do you feel like a glass of rosé or bottle, you know, glass of champagne? In, in my head, I'm thinking bottle of champagne. But do you feel like a glass of champagne, you know? And look, frankly, the the, the champagne or the, uh, it's not from that region of France, don't get me wrong, the sparkling wine or Chardonnay Pinot Noir that I'm famous for, it doesn't cost me. It doesn't burn a hole in my wallet, right? So I can ball out on my own, crack a bottle of champagne, knowing full well after I ask Beck if she wants a glass, that she's not going to have a glass, and I'm feeling fully financially comfortable about this situation if I do crack a bottle and potentially don't finish it. So anyway, naturally, true to, true to form, I've cracked the bottle of fucking Chardonnay Pinot Noir. It was a Wolf Blast. cost me about $7. Uh, smashed it. Absolutely smashed it. And we got stuck in because we were like, we were at a loose end watching a movie on a Friday night, and we put on Taken. Now, I know that's not a new movie, and it's a fucking banger. I've probably seen it five times before. We're going to do the Taken series. 
but it was such a good movie. Beck and I were just like, what are we going to watch? What are you going to watch? We're humming and hawing and looking for things. And I said, what about Taken? She was like, yes, put that shit on. That's a good movie. Now, the last time I saw Taken, oh, I love good burp. The last time I saw Taken was was before Arabella, years ago, right? At least probably two years ago I saw Taken. And I, I really enjoyed it then. But I didn't really, I wasn't, as close as I was to it because I you know, wasn't a father or there was no real attachment there. I'm not a world-class assassin that I'm going to let you know of. But I watched it and, man, I was fucking into it this time. Like, I properly was into it. I was like, oh, motherfucker. Like, I have a daughter, these Albanians, these fucking human trafficking, sex trafficking scum. They've stolen her daughter. She's in Paris trying to have a good time. He was apprehensive to let her go anyway. And the bitch fucking ex-wife really twisted his ear. And she was just... I feel bad for him there because he was trying to do the right thing. He got the little karaoke machine at the start of the movie, you know, and the fucking new stepdad buys that huge horse, totally fucks his present. So I feel bad for the guy anyway. He's given up his career as, you know, just fucking, you know, snapping necks and cash and checks to be with his daughter in LA. So I felt, I was just, I was so into it. I was, I, got to honest, it was, I haven't been that invested in the movie in quite some time. And uh, yeah, that was it. And as soon as that scene where he does the, I will find you and I will kill you. Man, I was hooked. I was really on the edge of my seat. Every time he come in contact with those Albanian scum, I was just like, get the motherfucker, you know what I mean? And look, this is, if I've got any Albanian fans, it's not a personal dig. It was just that they happen to be the villainous, you know, human sex traffickers in this particular movie. And look, Albania, if you haven't seen Taken, go and check it out. It's a really good movie. But, oh man, I was just like, oh, I am so invested in this right now. And I was just like, kill count's got to be like 120. He's knocking out fucking... Albania here in Paris, like he's just he's just kicking ass, man. Liam Neeson, Jesus Christ, that was so good. So honestly, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but there's so many things I've seen since I've been a father that are affecting me differently right now. But Taken has hit me hard. God, it was good. So naturally, yes, I'm going to go and watch Taken Two and Taken Three. I think I've seen Taken Two. I didn't even know there was a Taken Three, so I'm not really sure what's going on here, but. People are getting taken, and he's going to fuck shit up, and that's all I give a shit about. So more power to him. Quick sip. <sighs> all right, so that was Friday night. Saturday, we had a good little day. I can't even remember what it, what it was Saturday. We've, um, that's right, that's right. We went and checked out a car. We've made a full adult decision here. So I, uh, I mentioned finance on this show. It's not, look, this show isn't really a financial show. I'm not the barefoot investor. Um, but this this hit me because we're sort of a one-income family, and it, you, people might relate to this, right? And I don't think we're doing bad. We're doing we're doing pretty good. You know, we just moved into a nice new pad. We've got all this new furniture. You know, I'm buying four packs of beer. I drink seven-dollar bottles of champagne on a Saturday night. Like I'm balling out right now. But I could do better. Let's just be honest, you know. But we we've got two cars. So I got an old crapper, and uh, it just gets me from A to B. When A being the bottle shop, B being the gym balance. And we have a Toyota Corolla, which is like a fairly new car, really good. Toyota, classic brand, you can trust it. Corolla, it's Corolla's Royce, it's it's near and dear to my heart. It's a great car. But we were like, look, we're not, we got a personal loan, we're trying to pay it off, you know. We, we, to our credit, this was this was the year of debt demolition. To our credit, we paid a fair lot off it. We really have. We're months and months ahead, but it's probably not. We're probably not going to hit it by by Christmas with COVID through a spanner in the works. My my tax return was as large as I probably anticipated. Um, few things. Look, I could be hustling. I could be doing this. I could be doing that. But I'm not. So I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that I am doing that bullshit because I'm 
definitely not. I mean, fuck me, Dad. I can't even get the King of the Catch merch t-shirts out because I'm so friggin' lazy. But it will happen. Stay with me, folks. It will happen. But anyway, so we're basically, the plan is sell both the cars privately. Fuck off the personal loan. We'll pay that out, right? And then we go and get a car loan for a new car. If we sort of upgrade the car, a bigger car, because we're thinking of, we've been talking about that for a while anyway when we do trips with the family. It's a bit it's a bit tight and squeezy in the Corolla now. And the car loan rate is is substantially less than the, the, the personal loan interest rate. So then we're thinking, okay, cool, we can get 20, 20 to 30 grand, whatever, get a way lower interest rate, which takes the monthly repayment down, which is great for our wallet. And it just means that we can then fucking pay way over because we have we have been paying way over technically now on paper compared to a new rate and a new new monthly repayment. And then we can fuck it off and hopefully debt demolition can be a thing by the end of the year. If not, maybe six months, 12 months time, who knows? You know, Beck's starting a job this Wednesday. Congratulations, Beck. Very proud of you. So she's starting jobs. So there's a bit more money coming in. But that was, I feel like that was a very adult decision that we made, you know, like, hey, listen, let's fuck this personal loan off because it's got stupid uh, interest rate connected to it let's get a car loan because it's got a uh, better interest rate connected to it that's adulting 101 so there's a little there's my king of the couch financial tip go and assess your uh go and assess your bullshit not only that we're going to downgrade to one car because we don't need two cars so that means i downgrade one whole lot of petrol one whole lot of insurance and one whole lot of registration plus what other other bullshit cars do servicing and, and crap like that so there you go that's my um my financial tip for the evening yeah, that was Saturday. So we went and checked out a new car. Just on that classic, I've never bought a new car. Beck got the Corolla. She bought that brand new, but I've never had a brand new car. We go down to the car yard, and it's like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, uh, have you got any used cars? Nah, mate. We, of course we don't. And I was like, what's this one here? Because this looks like an absolute beauty. And he's like, that's the new 2020 Hyundai Tucson, which happened to be the cars that we've been frigging looking at, just a bit older. And uh, naturally, it was like, can we go for a test drive? Yeah, cool. I've jumped in the driver's seat, and I was just like, fucking hell. Uh, you know, I really wanted it. You know, it's like walking in, trying on a new pair of shoes, going, I love these shoes, and then walking out without them. It's just, I know it's a different price, but it was like the same sort of mentality. I use shoes because every time I put a new pair of shoes on, uh, I have to buy them. That's a the thing. So anyway, test drive went sick, car's sick, but it was like, hang on, like, let's see how much we get pre-approved for. I don't want to get fucking caught keeping up with the joneses here i mean i'm already buying four packs of beer you know what i mean i'm moving up in this this corporate greed of a world that we're living in with these four packs but i was thinking look we'll see we'll see what we get pre-approved for and i might get maybe maybe a new car but i feel like then it goes against what i was saying about my financial plans you know which were pretty you know people have goals and that's one of the goals i wanted to wanted to tick off this year so that's why i keep thinking about it It keeps resonating in my mind so we'll see but anyone that anyone that listens to this show and has any sort of financial knowledge uh, whatsoever flick me a fucking message on instagram or facebook or whatever and let me know if you think i'm making the right decision doing that and if you have any tips and pointers and things for me because i'm pretty unskilled in the area of finance and 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 stuff like that but anyway, that was Saturday, basically. Can't remember what we did Saturday afternoon. Oh, that's right. Went down and had a swim. That was awesome. My first swim for like six months. That was sick. It was such a good day. Arabella loves the water. That was fun. Oh, man. And the beach just makes you feel good. I think this is why we ultimately moved to the beach a few years ago. Like, I just love the water. There's something about it. Just even seeing the water, the smell of the water, the sand. Like, oh, man. It's just a perfect combination. The sun, sea, sand. Oh, so good. 
and it was like and it was still cold enough right now that I felt like when I jumped in I'm I'm sort of doing that that cold exposure stuff you know doing a bit of Wim Hof breathing because it is quite nippy but like it was so good my body just felt better my skin felt better I love the salt my hair I got a new haircut the other day and I look amazing and the salt just felt amazing in there but anyway that was that was cool then we move on to Saturday afternoon pardon me god this beer is so good I can't wait to have another sip um our good friends Tom and Kira came up and they're absolute gems they just and they love to put a few tins away they they both they both do Kira's got Irish roots and Tom's clearly got some uh, alcoholic roots too and unreal people so he bought a carton of cubes up they bought some nice red wine some champagne some rosé oh it was it was on and uh we decided to make fish tacos this was this is it this is the recipe if you if you're driving right now pull over because i am going to give you this fish taco recipe because this was good i've never made fish tacos before but we fucking balled out all right here we go fish i use perch it says use white fish i use perch which is white fish you put the Put put in a bowl and me- measure this yourself. Be be somewhat creative, right? I, st- I stole some of this from another recipe. I just didn't steal the uh, the measurements, right? So a bit of flour in a in a bowl, some cayenne pepper, some ground coriander. I put some Himalayan salt in there because I like Himalayan salt. Put the fish, you know, over over over. You cook that off with a bit of oil, depending if you've got a non-stick pan. I got a non-stick pan. I don't even use oil, and uh, get a bit of lemon in there and all over it. Fry it off. So good. If you've got a bit of beer sitting next to you, a little Cooper's Hazy IPA, put that in there too. That's delicious. So that's the fish done, right? Get a get a red cabbage. Measure it again. How many people you got coming around? I don't know. Thinly slice it up so it's like a coleslaw. In that, I put an olive oil. I put some lemon. I put some lime and some salt again. And some coriander. So you get a nice big bunch of coriander, pull it apart, chop it up just a little bit, whatever. I like it rough and ready. Bang it in there, put it to the side and let the uh, let the juices sort of marinate in the red cabbage. That's what it's there for. I then had a, uh, this, is, this is pretty basic by the way. We then moved to a, um, God, I forgot what I'm saying here. We then moved to a, I'll tell you about the corn first because I can remember that. So I steamed like four bits of corn. Again, assess the situation. Steam the corn, take a bit of the edge off. I put it in for four minutes. Then I heat the pan up. I chucked a dollop of butter, butter in the pan. It was a non-stick pan, but butter just in corn. Uh, man, it goes it goes together. Just don't deny it. Butter and corn go good together. So I put the butter in, put the corn on, sprinkled paprika all over the corn, you know, fried it off. That's it. Take that out. I let it cool down for a bit. And then what I do is I just get a knife, chunk down the edges. So I just take the, take the kernels off and chuck them in a bowl. Now, the other thing I do, this is what it's coming back to me, you've got to have the avocado. Avocado is gold. So we put the avocado, I've diced up some shallots, spring onion, whether depending on where you're from, and again, with the coriander, chuck it in there. Salt, maybe a bit of pepper, but I just put some salt in there. And that's pretty much it. I didn't have any sauce or anything like that because like I like the lime, so we, we drizzled the lime all over it. Mate. So good. These fish tacos were 10 out of 10. My mum's coming up Wednesday night. She's here for like four or five days. She doesn't know it yet. And if she listens to this podcast before Wednesday, she will know it. But we're having fish tacos Wednesday night. I'm that proud of them. Plus, I've got leftover coriander and things like that. And I don't like seeing things go to waste. That's another thing. If you, Stop wasting food. If you're wasting food, stop wasting food. There's people out there that are very hungry. I know that seems very cliche and I'm preaching to you. But motherfuckers are hungry. If you've got food in the cupboard, get creative. Eat that shit. Get creative. Your whole life, just get creative and eat fucking more food. So the fish tacos, 
rewind it back if you need to get that recipe again shoot me a fucking message if you want it because they're sick i'm going to come up with uh some sort of like chips like some sort of maybe semi-spicy chipotle or chipotle whatever the fuck you say it sauce maybe something with a bit of cream you know a bit of mayo something to take the edge off maybe maybe i'll come up with something so i'll work it out but look i couldn't fault it you know and after about a half a dozen schooners and some margaritas i'd look i don't drink tequila but I felt compelled. We were in such a good mood. We bought a bottle of tequila, so we had some uh, we had some margaritas on Wednesday on on Saturday night as well. So it was quite a quite a heavy drinking night. Um, it was fun. It's hard, you know. It's hard to say you're not going to drink a lot when you've got good friends around. You've got good music on. You've got good food and good fucking chat in the air. And you have like you like having a drink. Tell me that you're not going to have too many too much to drink. This is impossible. You know what I mean? Beck was on it. She was absolutely sending it. She doesn't do it that much. She's definitely not an alcoholic. I drink way more consistently than her. Just when she does it, she fucking punches it. That's just that's Becky style. So that was that was cool. So that was a great night. I smashed a whole bunch of water before we went to bed. Naturally, woke up on Sunday, kind of a little bit little bit tender not that bad thank you very much water h2o because you did your trick before we went to bed but we're a little bit tender so we're like fuck tom and kira bought us some coffees go down to the beach that was it it was overcast a bit miserable but fuck it we needed the water so we dived in unreal went and got some burgers had a bit of bit of brekkie it was father's day i oh, forget something god damn it's father's day we'll get to father's day because that was really cool we then had some you know some burgers Arabella was just out there having a fucking time, and that was it. So that was pretty much the socialness of my weekend. The weekend's done. We've got a few other things to talk about this evening. Just some, just some random crap. Just some good times. Just some real good shit. Good times. Let me, let me have a quick sipperoo, and then we'll get into Father's Day because it was a lovely day. Oh, hazy IPA. Get it into you. Father's Day. This is my second Father's Day. It was awesome. I had it. Look, I got to be honest. I had a smile on my dial since she got home from when uh, from daycare Wednesday afternoon. She came in. She had this A4 slip, so cute. She had this A4 envelope, right, wrapped up, and on a big tag it said "Happy Father's Day." I was like, that is very creative, and I really wanted to open it on Wednesday, but I was like, no, no, no I'm going to wait to the day. That's the right thing to do. It's like putting your Christmas presents under the tree, you know, a few weeks early and just looking at the bastards going. I remember as a kid that was so hard. You were just like, ooh, I'm going to get into that fucking little present. I'm so excited to see what it is. And that was me with the uh, the Father's Day gift. So it was cool. Look, it was a great day. Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Uh, you're, you know, it's a sick day. If, 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 if you're lucky enough to have a dad and you can catch up with him, then do it. If, you, if you're lucky enough to be a father... And then hang out with the kids. It was it was honestly a really cool day. So we um, had a bit of a platter. Had of course had a few more drinks. It was lovely, um, and we just got to hang out with Arabella. Watching I watched some football. Made a, the platter was good. She was just absolutely smashing it. She's just so interested in food at the moment, but like more so playing with it. We've got these nice new windows in our house, like these doors, you know. And she'll like see the dip, and she she'll start with like a little bit on her finger do a bit of writing on the on the window and we're like oh fuck it we'll clean it off then it's to the point where she's like absolutely trying to fist the fucking avocado dip and just go and punch a hole through the glass and just write her name as big as she can whatever it's cute at 18 months old i'm like fuck it we've got things that can wipe that off the glass and in 20 years time people might think she's an absolute freak but at 18 months old it's like cool whatever go and fucking write avocado on glass i think it's art i, I like getting creative I'm just happy that she's being creative. So that was it. But in those presents, this was the coolest thing. 
Oh man, it was so nice. It was you get all these presents, and this is this is I think when I'm getting sentimental. Pardon me, I'm belching like a beast tonight. I get sentimental in my old age. Um, the two things there were like two laminated bits of paper. One set, one was a foot. It was a massive foot, and then her little foot. Now, I don't know. They definitely haven't. I've been there a couple of times. They didn't size me up. I saw the size of this man's foot. That was not my foot. I have a pretty petite foot, seven to eight, depending on what it is. Uh, where a where a size seven Air Force One. It's a lovely shoe. Size seven, quite a quite a quite a small foot. I've got to be honest. And this foot was fucking huge. Anyway, I didn't hold it against the daycare. But it said, following in my daddy's footsteps. Oh, how cute. And the other one was a two handprints, classic, classic child move, two handprints. And it said, hands down, the best daddy ever. And I was like, fuck me, dad. They've got this right. I am the best daddy ever. Thank you very much. And following my dad's footsteps, that's great too because I'm a legend, you know, and uh, she could do she could do a lot worse. So that that was nice. That was cool. That was really good. And I, that, the first thing I said to Beck, I was like, well, we've got to shoot out to Kmart. We've got to get some frames for these things and I've got to put them on the fucking wall. She's got a little painting too that we, we got to frame as well. So, yeah, that was cool. So that was my weekend. It was a great Father's Day. And I actually went to bed at 9.30 last night. I was that contented last night. I had a couple of beers. I had a couple of wines. I watched a movie. And I just felt content. I was like, go to bed. And I'll tell you what. i tell you what. I really appreciated going to bed at 9.30 last night. Slept all the way through. I woke up a couple of times, but slept all the way through to 6.30 this morning. 6.20 when Arabella woke up. Mate, it was mint. The body needs it. Sometimes, I've talked about sleeping here before, but like my body craves sleep every now and then. Like I feel like I'm a night owl. Like right now it's 10, nearly 10.30. I probably won't see bed before midnight tonight. Like I'll finish up the show, edit it, post it, go downstairs, maybe chuck some stuff on. I like to watch TV. I like to watch movies and things like that. I am the king of the couch after all. So it's in the name for fuck's sake. So I'll probably go and watch some TV. Uh, I think I'm going to start watching Mayans MC tonight. Mayans MC, sorry. Fuck me, Mayans. Mayans MC, the, the the Mexican fucking bikey gang sort of sequel to Sons of Anarchy, which is a sick show. I've talked about that heaps. And uh, another show, just while we're on TV, we, we started Hannibal. We were looking for TV series and it was just fucking hard. You know, I started watching The Fall the other night. I sort of got into it. Beck, I was into it, but Beck wasn't into it. And it's hard to sometimes watch these shows on your own late at night, I think. I'm going to be really fucking dedicated to them, especially like an hour an hour, an episode, you know. But uh, Hannibal was cool. That first episode one, season one, dug it immensely. So that's like Beck and I's new show. So Tuesday night, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to probably try to get through two more episodes of Hannibal. And when I finish this shit, I'm going to go and do an episode of Mind's MC. And that'll be me for my Monday evening. Now, until then, we still got some fucking King of the Couch content to get out. Now, I got a haircut the other week. Jamie Sukjai, the guest of episode 59 or 60, don't, maybe 60. Uh, go and check that episode out if you haven't. But she cuts my hair. Um, I have a few people that cut my hair. There's no hard feelings. I don't I don't stay too loyal to hairdressers. It's nothing personal, but... Um, yeah, I went and got a haircut from her, and we were talking, 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 and then this girl came in at the end, and I don't know why, but conspiracies were mentioned. I feel Jamie's, she's she's surrounded by conspiracy. Her uh, her partner, Jared, he loves conspiracies. He's always flicking me stuff. I mentioned on the show a few times, but anyway, this one girl was sitting there. I don't know how it was brought up, and we it, I heard, heard the term lizard people. Someone said, hey, have you heard of lizard people? As a conspiracy, right? And I was like, you know what? I have never heard of a lizard person, you know? 
what what the hell is lizard people, right? So we started sort of sitting there and it was kind of like, I didn't catch too much of the conversation because I was sort of on the way out and had to get back to work. But it was like, you know, the sort of elite people are basically people that are lizards or this reptilian sort of elite they're called. And they sort of control the world. <laughs> Fascinating. I liked it. I was intrigued. Uh, it sounded quite ridiculous. But I did a bit of digging, bit of research and stuff like this because... You know, stranger things have happened. 2020 is a crazy year. So, yeah, it makes sense. Why would there not be highly successful people that are actually like shape-shifting humans, basically just giant fucking lizards and not actually humans? Very, very successful lizards. Anyway, I'm going to just... I wrote... Look, it was hard to take notes and the internet is full of this stuff. I'm going to read you a little bit here just so you can get an idea of it because this is interesting and some people like this stupid shit. Other people don't, whatever. Fast forward if you don't like this. But basically, here we go. I'm going to give you a back background on this. They're, <laughs> this is fucked up. They're, they're among us. Blood-drinking, flesh-eating, shape-shifting, extraterrestrial, reptilian humanoids with only one objective in their cold-blooded little hearts to enslave the human race. And that makes sense. Some of these people that are, are, are tagged to be uh, the reptilian elite, they want to enslave the fuck out of us. They are our leaders, our corporate executives, our beloved Oscar-winning actors and Grammy-winning singers. Apparently, Justin Bieber's a, a, a lizard person. He was caught in Perth on his tour, shape-shifting. But 100 people saw him, going from a lizard to a human. Ridiculous. But 100 people saw him in Perth, so that must be true, right? And they're responsible for the Holocaust. Holocaust. The Oklahoma, let me start again. And they're responsible for the Holocaust, the Oklahoma City bombings, and the 9 11 attacks. Not Osama bin Laden, the fucking lizard people. At least according to former BBC sports reporter David Icke, or Ike, where the fuck you say that, who became the poster human for the theory in 1998 after publishing his first book, The Biggest Secret. Oh man, I, want, I feel like I want to read this. I've seen David Icke or Ike, I don't know, I'm going to say Ike right not ike i've seen david ick on a bunch of stuff he's a pretty interesting guy and basically there's a picture here it's a swamp thing uh from the old tv show swamp thing here we go the conspiracy theorist and new age philosopher who wore only turquoise <laughs> fuck this is ridiculous who wore only turquoise for a time and insisted on being called son of godhead says these anunnaki the reptiles have controlled humankind since ancient times they count among their number queen elizabeth George W. Bush, Henry Kissinger, Bill and Hillary Clinton, and Bob Hope encroaching on other conspiracy theorists' territory. Oh, fucking hell, whatever. So just, look, all those motherfuckers I listed, they're lizard people. Makes sense. They all look kind of slimy weirdos anyway, you know what I mean? So they could be lizard people. I do like the way that this David Ick refers to himself at once upon a time as son of Godhead. I don't know what that means, but it sounds good. It sounds like a fucking a pretty hardcore metal band that I want to listen to. Son of Godhead. I'm going to check them out on Spotify. Oh my God. Ick even claims that the lizards are behind secret societies like the Freemasons and the Illuminati. My pop was a Freemason, right? And that's a weird thing. He, he, he wants me to come to a meeting. He never actually said he wants me to come to a meeting, but I've got to, you can't ask someone to come to a meeting, right? If you remember, this is my two cents. I'm getting off t- a task here, but he basically said, 
I need to ask him to go to a Freemason meeting, then he'll take me along. It sounds weird. I've got to be honest. I know it's my pop and God love him, but it sounds like a weird fucking society. It's either just something that like men can escape to and go and have beers with their friends and they make up this huge, big scenario to, to tell their wives, oh, yes, honey, we're Freemasons and we're not doing anything. We can't tell you anything about it. It's the greatest thing ever. Where were you tonight? Freemason meeting. What did you do? Can't say. Okay. All right. Cool. I think I could get away with that. Hey, you know? And the Illuminati. Those... I don't know, the people that draw the triangles and everything and they're, they're responsible for everything. I just think of the Da Vinci Code. Tom Hanks, he's Illuminati, apparently. Since earning the dubious title of Paranoid of the Decade in the late 1990s, Ick has written several books on the topic, including his latest work, The David Ick Guide to the Global Conspiracy. Well, there you have it. That is the fucking lizard people. What I get from that is basically that anyone that is rich and successful and could possibly, you know have sway in the modern era they're lizards uh, they're lizards <laughs> oh, I don't know how I feel about that who comes up with this shit and I'll uh, tell you who David Ick now I don't know much about the guy but I do think it's quite funny and there's been quite a few things that I've seen I actually watched his YouTube video today while I was eating my lunch I was listening to it and it, some of the things were very very true it's just the fact that you think fuck me dead are they lizards under the skin you know they actually form they're like shape-shifting lizards you know and they're humans justin bieber he's he's you know doing his thing baby 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 all that and he's actually a fucking lizard come here to control us makes sense he'd been busting busking on the streets from when he was like five years old but he was a lizard the whole time he had his intention set of taking over the world it's crazy i i just don't get it i just think it's so hilarious that they're lizards i don't know where they come up with lizards Maybe that's just a thing. Maybe they're aliens, you know. Maybe these are aliens. I, I believe in aliens. I'm going to get sidetracked with that because I do believe in aliens. And I'll tell you why. I hate to think that all the solar, the, the all the planets in the solar system and around the world, and there's this fucking giant, enormous universe that we are the only species that are living on one of those uh, one of those planets. You know what I mean? And when I say we, the only species, like obviously we know on Earth there's heaps of... Uh, animals and organisms and insects and and you know like plants and things that are living things that can breathe and life they need water they need air and all that sort of stuff don't tell me that the human beings are the only one that have got a little bit of fucking you know leg up here and we're the only ones and that's it there's got to be something else out there maybe there's a whole planet of lizard people and the successful ones have just learned how to shapeshift and land on earth you know what i mean how do they get here i don't know do they come from another planet were they born here were aliens born here maybe that's the thing maybe there maybe there are no other planets in the solar system besides the ones that we can see from our telescopes maybe maybe they're all here living on this earth i know a few motherfuckers and i'm pretty sure some of them are aliens too hell even the king of the couch could be an alien another goal i'd like to get popular enough one day to be considered the reptilian elite you know rubbing shoulders with george w and bill and hillary jesus christ what a world anyway i'm gonna check out more of that david ick i'm trying to i'm trying to expand my horizon for the show look up all these ridiculous things and report to you on them i don't know i don't know if that's something you want to hear about but i thought it was pretty funny as soon as someone said hey have you heard of the fucking lizard people i was like i gotta check this these slimy motherfuckers out and they're they're nasty pieces of work too hey aren't they the, the Oklahoma City bombings, 9-11 attacks, horrible. The Holocaust, for fuck's sake. Jesus. Not the Nazis. Or maybe maybe the Nazis were lizard people. I don't know. It's hard to know. 
I'd like to see one. If this is a true thing, if this is a real thing, I really hope I get to see a lizard person one day do his little shapeshift and shit. Oh my god, conspiracy. Consp- I feel like I could do a whole episode on conspiracies. There's so many out there, and I feel like this year I've seen more than enough conspiracies because of what the fuck's happening here. But anyway, there we go. That's probably the craziest thing I'll fucking talk about tonight. We're gonna wrap. We're gonna wrap this shit up soon because this is just this is ridiculous. I need to have a Cooper's Hazy IPA because I'm still going on it. Oh man, looking at my notes here. I've wrote down that it says I want to do a painting. That is true. Does anybody have any hobbies out there or no hobbies that they want to do? Like I consider the show I would say it's a hobby. I don't know what I don't know what it is. I like doing it. I'm consistent with it. I enjoy it. Keeps me accountable and I like talking to you all, even though ninety nine percent of you don't talk back to me unless I get some feedback. But I really appreciate it and it's an important thing that I do. Beyond that, like I play guitar, I, uh, I look, I exercise, I wouldn't really consider that a hobby, that's more like a chore to me, but I, um, you know, I play guitar, and I really like music, and researching music, and I really like movies and things like that, and I like watching movies, and I genuinely like doing that, and beyond the movie and the music, I'll research and study and get into it, and get like heavily involved in it, and sort of think, fuck, you know, this, these are things I'd like to do with the, the rest of my life, and get that involved with it, but painting is another thing that I want to do always wanted to do some paintings I've, I've drawn over times and i've designed things and and you know my my shitty two cents on it you know and that's one of the things i was i was always really envious of people growing up still now to this day like anyone that can draw and anyone can paint and and you know say so look i want to draw that i can't really do that sort of stuff and i have to do my own spin in it but i reckon by the end of this year i'm going to get it i'm going to get a canvas and paints and i'm going to fucking king of the couch is going to knock up a painting and that's going to be my thing you know what i mean that's going to be my thing. I'll, I'll do that and I'll post it on Instagram and you'll see it. You'll see my work of art by the king of the couch. And maybe in years to come, I can be a world famous podcaster that paints. Who knows? This was, I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, I want to do a painting. I, uh, I really want to do a painting. Now, I'm going to finish. It's been a while. Been, it's been quite some time since I've spoke about some punchable offences, hasn't it? So there was two things I saw this week. Actually, I, I, I've been seeing more and more of this shit lately, and maybe it's just in my psyche now. Do you ever do that where you, you might not see anything or think of anything, and then you see it once, and then that's it? It's just a snowball effect. I've seen about 1.5 million Hyundai Tucson's on the road in the last week since we've been looking at cars. Uh, even people, you know, I might not see a person in my life. Then I've, there's this one girl, I saw her at the daycare the other day, and now she goes to the gym, and I saw her somewhere else. It's ridiculous. You're just like, I've never seen you once, and now I've seen you three times in like four days. Like, this is fucking weird. Am I on the Truman Show? Punchable offenses. All right, I've got two of them here for you. And actually, I'm not sorry if I offend you, because this is why they're punchable offenses, you know? <laughs> Which one to start with? I don't know. The first one. Not returning your trolley to the trolley bays. All right, you go to the, you go to Aldi, you go to Coles, you go to Woolworths, whatever it is. You get your fucking groceries, you put them in your car, and you're such a lazy motherfucker that you just you just put the trolley behind the car and then you take off, you know, back to your fucking house, unpack your groceries, and the trolley's left there. Man, that shits me. One because no one else can get in that park because your fucking dickhead trolley sitting in there. And two, it's just lazy. It's a real sign of laziness. If you're doing that, uppercut yourself. Punch yourself right now because you need to start taking your trolleys back. It's human decency 
at this point. Just take your trolleys back. At the very least, it's exercise for you. Another 50 meters fatty, it wouldn't kill you. It just, stop it. Punchable offense, take your trolleys back. Do that. Do the courteous thing. Be nice. I think that even when I'm inside Coles and say I use a basket and I'm at the self-checkout, I'll, when I finish packing my bag, I'll grab the basket and stack it back for them because that's what kind of fucking nice guy I am. Just an honest, decent, hardworking podcaster. Return your fucking trolleys. That's punchable offense number 3,848. The next one, this one is, I got to be honest, I think this one's absolutely ridiculous. And this sort of, I don't, I'm not even sure if there's, if this is unhealthy for, for the animals, but I have a real thing with people that dye their dog's hair any animal but i've only really seen it on dogs they dye the dog's hair and it's usually those poor fluffy looking poodle dogs you know and there's this one guy i'm not going to mention names he's on my facebook and he i I find him quite ridiculous anyway he's that ridiculous that i can't unfollow him he's that he sort of he keeps me coming back for more he's good at it but he uh his dog has like purple ears and a purple tail white dog and i'm just like oh my god i'm like you're a fucking freak you're an absolute fucking freak. That's all I can say about that. Anyone that colors their dog's hair is fucking freaky. And if you're listening to this right now and you look across and you see little Fido there with his fucking multicolored ears, uppercut yourself because it's a fucking punchable offense. It's ridiculous. Sean O'Malley, the, the sugar Sean, the UFC fighter, love him. The dude colors his dog's hair. I saw it the other day and I was like, oh my God, you just went down a couple of notches in my book just because of that. Color your own hair. I just don't know. I feel like it's cruel for the dog too. But I also think like if I looked at Frank and was like, you know what? Let's just put this wanker color in your hair, purple on your ears. Ridiculous. You might as well just start piercing your fucking dog's ears. I'm sure there's some freaks out there that would do that. But honestly, that was punchable offense 297.43. It was just, oh man, don't color your dog's hair and return your trolleys. Anyway, sorry to end on that, but I like a punchable offense. I think it's fun. It's all said in jest, of course, and I wouldn't actually physically go around punching people, but, yeah, it's crossed my mind. That's why it's a punchable offense. One day I'll write a whole book on punchable offenses. Anyway, that was episode 62. Episode what it was, don't think too much into it. Just listen, enjoy it, have a beautiful week, and uh, I will see you next week for episode 63. I actually think I could have a guest lined up this weekend i've got to touch base with the guy so next week could be a guest episode may not be we'll see but anyway episode 62 get it down you beautiful ear holes have a lovely week i love you all (laughs) 